0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: So cliche, but I miss my friends. Uh, I think for anyone who, who works in the music industry for a living, so many of our friends and colleagues are international and around the place. and. You know, I would see my friends from Florida or LA or, or from Europe. I'd see them more often than I'd see my own family. And that's been really hard the last year to not have um, those familiar faces and those familiar coworkers and everything come in. So that's definitely, I think, what I miss the most is the people that are involved
2: in it.
3: Hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Triptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound Talent Media. I hope you've been having a glorious week so far. I most certainly have been. Today's episode is a very, very special episode. I want to shine some light on the impact that the pandemic has caused on the music industry. To do that, I reached out to a bunch of my contacts, which I have had the pleasure of meeting, working with, whilst on tour with Cryptopsy. I asked them to record themselves answering a series of simple questions and to send me that audio file. I have now turned that into this episode. I am calling this segment a community spotlight episode. I think this is important. It's something that I want to keep doing. But before we jump into this episode, I would just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I'm also asking you to rate it and write a review Because when you do that, more metalheads, just like yourself, will be able to find and discover the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, and I would truly, truly appreciate that. Now, this is Vox and Hops, episode number 257, the community spotlight on metal promoters and metal bookers from around the globe.
4: I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed.
3: When I started planning this episode, the first person that I thought about was Daniel Defonce. Why? Because when this pandemic hit, I was one of the official sponsors for Devastation on the Nation. I was so, so stoked about being involved with Devastation on the Nation. Cryptopsy had headlined it a few years beforehand, and uh, me and Defonce just clicked. I liked working with him. So here is what Dan had to say.
5: Hey, my name is Daniel Defonts and I work for the booking agency called Continental Touring, which is in North America territory. Well, the biggest part was the financial loss and still dealing with that until tours happen and play through. Aside from that, everything else is pretty much fine. Um, luckily, I'm not a dumbass with money and I have money saved up and uh, also unemployment. For the first time ever, I have never had that before, or have had to get unemployment before, I should say. Since everything got canceled, I started a podcast that takes place on Twitch in a live setting. Then I upload them to YouTube a few days later um, for people that, you know, can't tune in when it's live on Twitch. Uh, been thinking about getting them, you know, on Spotify, Apple Music and all that, which I'm going to start doing here shortly. Um, this has really opened up a lot of new relationships with people and bands that I never really knew that well. And also I've met a lot of great people because of Twitch. Um, it's a great community. I have a great discord server with a lot of cool people that support what I do and, you know, love everything about metal music. Mostly. Uh, let's see. Well, touring will start up this summer. But when it comes to when it will be how it was before the pandemic, I would say like spring, summer 2022. I feel like this year we will have restrictions in certain markets, which is understandable. You know, obvious shit. Going to shows every week, mostly every week, you know, just seeing friends every week. My bands that I work with going to their shows and hanging out, partying, you know, just having a good time also just like traveling to festivals shows and whatnot and for meetings and all that crap i love doing it all going to cycle las vegas was a blast the other year going out to nam a couple years in a row was a blast you see everyone that you don't you know see that often so i definitely miss all of that um so i can't wait to get back to that uh and there we go love you matt
3: Oh, I love you too, Dan. Uh, Absolutely, totally agree. It's been hard, uh, and I was so stoked about being involved with Devastation on the Nation. We had a bunch of craft beer parties planned for the tour dates here in Canada. We had collabs that were brewed. Shout out to Jamie Morris and Henderson Brewing for the very first canned Vox and Hops collab. Devastation, the Block Lager, it was so damn good. they had already canned it so they just sold it and it sold out instead of selling it at the party so cool Uh, I can't wait to be involved with Devastation on the Nation again. I know that it's going to come back. Dan is a hustler, and I love, love his work ethic. Such a fun dude. And if you haven't listened to my episode with him, you absolutely should go back and listen to that. Up next, we have a promoter that puts on one of the most extreme, wild festivals from the Czech Republic. Up next, we have Chirby from the Obscene Extreme Fest.
6: Hi, Matt. I'm Churby Obscene and I do Obscene Extreme Festival in Czech Republic. Well, uh, where to start? Pandemic simply changed the game completely. It's almost like some kind of movie. I never expected anything like that. We are just right now announcing another rescheduling of our festival. So it's like two years without Obscene Extreme Festivals, and I believe the world needs festival like OEF. It's hard to explain what I am feeling right now. It's, I feel endless frustration. At least in Czech Republic, culture in general is on some kind of blacklist. So no one tells you what should be possible in a few weeks or in a few months. No one from our government gives a damn fuck about music, theater, cinema, museums. The pandemic is in full swing more than a year, and our government tell us that culture is not important. It pisses me off. It's simply completely stupid. Every country, every nation needs a show, of course. So I do understand there is no space now for bigger festivals, but I can't even plan some smaller show because there is no plan at all. So basically, I'm here just waiting and waiting and waiting. Last year, we organized OEF broadcasting show on our Obscene Extreme YouTube channel. We never did anything like that. As it was heaps of fun. We recorded some interviews, for example, with me, with Dr. a Border or Carol from Chestmere Microbrewery, Fred from Dismember. Then we found some old uh, live videos from Macabre, Dismember, Cripple Bastas from really early years, plus, plus lots of other smaller interviews and so on. We did like... You know, one hour show for every day of original OEF dates. And then we organized more small show, Battlefield Leaves in Trutnov, And that show was broadcasted live at our YouTube as well. It was an awesome show, man. Just five bands and around like 400 frenetic maniacs. My youngest son uh, Quentin, he was like 4 years old back then, was stage diving and did some circle pits with his even younger friend Eli, it was completely insane man. I was watching and fully enjoying the show and in one moment I have seen some really small lads just in the middle of Tornado. But other friends were nice to them and it was really unforgettable moment. My daily life is again connected with my my order that I'm running almost 30 years. So I'm doing packages and I appreciate everyone who is able to support us in those dark times. It's uh, still really hard to say. By beginning of this year, I was really optimistic, but months go on. And at least in Czech Republic, we don't have reason to be optimistic anymore. So even the fall of this year is in danger, I guess. I feel like we can postpone everything for quite long time. So, let's say maybe early next year. I need to meet old and new friends, enjoy live shows, or play my favorite sport, football, and uh, traveling, which is big part of my life. The pandemic took it all over from me. I want it back.
3: Man, do I ever have the most vivid memories of playing obscene extreme. What an epic, cool festival. Having played festivals around the globe, Obscene Extreme has a unique feeling to it. A feeling of friendship, kinship, family, uh, acceptance. It's amazing. I, I can't wait to get back and to play Obscene Extreme again. Bring us back. Bring us back. It's one of my favorite festivals ever. Up next, we have one of my favorite people on this planet. This is Michelle Ayub of Turbo House.
1: My name is Michelle Ayub, I'm the co-owner of Turbo House in Montreal. I also work in live music production uh, for the last few years working mainly for companies like Avenco, 70,000 tons of metal, uh, among many others. The pandemic has affected my job in that it is 100% shut down. There are no tours, no shows, no anything, so that's, you know, 15 years of a career completely, completely on ice. Uh, Silver lining, I think, to the pandemic is uh, having to have been innovative and having to take my business to a completely different level. For us, we launched a merch line to help us pay for bills, and it has been above and beyond awesome to see uh, not only the popularity, but just the the support, uh, especially for the local metal and punk scene, people really just loving the products that we're putting out. Uh, It's allowed us to maintain relationships with a lot of artists uh, locally, tattoo artists, bands, etc. Just to promote, again, local artists work, but also promote our business. Uh, It's also given us a chance for our venue to renovate and reconsider how we we were doing things, the format of our shows, um, doing actual improvements to our room, to our sound system and everything. So it's really just been trying to keep busy and trying to find alternative sources of revenue. Just really to keep our head above water is because unfortunately so many venues are um, are succumbing to the pandemic. Touring returning, I want to be optimistic and I want to believe that the tours that are are popping up recently for this fall, for so fall twenty twenty one. I I'm trying to stay optimistic in that they'll happen, but. I have my doubts. This is now, you know, whatever wave that we're in, with every wave that comes, we've had waves of reopening. And while I know some countries are really pushing the tours, it's hard to imagine the international bands uh, committing to that right now. So all that to say, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for fall 2021. But realistically, I have a feeling that we're looking more towards spring, summer 2022. But that's definitely something I would love to be wrong about because I will happily, happily jump on a tour again as soon as I can. I think what I miss the most about life before a pandemic, at least when it comes to, you know, work and, and uh, music is, uh, sounds so cliche, but I miss my friends uh i think for anyone who who works in music industry for a living so many of our friends and colleagues are international and around the place and you know i would see my friends from florida or la or, or from europe i'd see them more often than i'd see my own family and that's been really hard the last year to not have um those familiar faces and familiar coworkers and everything come in. So that's definitely, I think, what I miss the most is the people that are involved in it. And um, when it comes to my bar, my venue, I, I miss my, my regulars, I miss my staff. And um, I always kind of consider myself mildly antisocial, but um, via what I did for a living, had a great social life. And I really fucking miss it. So I think that's definitely what I miss the most. That same buddies and being able to give them a hug and you know, have a drink with them is definitely what I miss the most.
3: I love Michelle. I love I miss going to shows and doing interviews or just simply hanging out and seeing Michelle there. She's always working these gigs. She is one of Montreal's hardest working individuals in the music industry. I absolutely love her bar. If you come through Montreal, go to Turbo House. You will not regret that. You will have a good time. You will have some good drinks. They have killer, killer mixed drinks. We were about to bring in the Vox & Hops curated craft beer list right before the pandemic shut everything down again. So there will be good beer there. I had my first year anniversary party with the live interview with Lord Worm at Turbo House. I love Turbo House. I love Michelle. I love how they've hustled and they've turned their business into a merch business i love it i can't say that i love them enough i love turbo house i love michelle can't wait to see you again thank you so much for being a part of this episode up next we have another wonderful human from across the globe this is gino from slamman bookings
0: my name is gino i am ceo of slamman booking asia based from thailand but I'm organized for a whole Asia tour, so we are uh, lost a lot of money for deposit for band, for venue, for production company. So we lost everything, and as more the cost is flight tickets because we are uh, Asia tour that we need to fly every day, so we spend a lot of money for flight ticket so we cannot any get refunds because Ally also they give the coupon when you also they did not give us the deposit back but they they have to to have to offer us for the new days. So I don't know that when we're gonna be come back again. So yeah, so after COVID nineteen happens, so I have to focus local bands. So I mean, a local band show only that before we focus only international acts. So I have to focus uh, some local band. So we start um, Lily's show and also solo show for local band. So. This is all we can do. And also we released some merch for band. That's all we do on quarantine active. I think the tours for each to that's going to be happening on this October, because um, Thailand government, they announcement that border open on October. And also I think that makes sense that we can tour again on October. And also many country in in the Asia they release vaccine. And also if Thailand border open, I think uh, the currency around Thailand or Asia gotta be same to o- o- open border at the same time. And also we can also that man. So hopefully it's make it happen. I miss about show about reloading reload out and because I work only entertainment industry so I miss a lot for so when I saw the venue is empty it's not me so I missed a lot about show that's how people feeling how many people to come to show I miss feeling when the fan um asking buy some shirt from C and I miss about when we dinner at the restaurant with Porter and ding drinking after show. Actually most of the I miss about 12 life. That yes. I also I miss the plane yeah because before i almost fly every day yep yep
3: i love gino the last cryptopsy show that i performed was on a tour that gino booked the last gig that cryptopsy played was in 2019 in seoul korea uh what a tour that was an absolute blast just Flying all across Asia, performing. It was amazing. Gino's organizational skills of bringing an international band over and everything just lining up, just right, you know, flying every day. Uh, having local crew pick you up, bring you to a hotel, get you to the show. The show running on time, everything working. Back to the hotel, back to the airport, and then repeating the next day for 15 days is is incredible. So Gino is a machine. I love you, Gino, and that is why Vox and Hops help sponsor all of the shows that he's got coming up. And we were doing that before the pandemic, and I'm going to keep doing that after the pandemic. Gino, you rule. I can't wait to come back and play more gigs with you, but. Hey, what's up Fox and Hopsins? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates. Up next, we have Ronnie Froner, who's one of the guys that organizes Kaltenbach Open Air from Austria.
7: Uh, hey guys, my name is Ronnie Frohner. I'm from Vienna, Austria. I'm the manager of Benighted for more than ten years now, and I'm also do the booking for Vomitory, Cut Up, Nightmare, and Slaughter Messiah. And uh, yeah, I'm also one of the organizers of Austria's oldest extreme metal festival called Kaltenbach Open Air. We have the 15th anniversary in 2022. And I'm working uh, for the company Redback Promotion together with my partner Michael. And our territories are mostly Austria and Germany. Well, yeah, the pandemic affected my job in two ways, as I'm also working for the company Ticketmaster. Uh, since the pandemic starts, I'm in short-time work with less salary, which is for more than one year now, and yeah, so you can imagine, it's a hard time, and, uh, and of course, uh, there are also no incomes from the music industry, so the business is shut down nearly 100% and in my private life and also in my business life. Well, uh, yeah. first of all, the pandemic also has a good story to write, as I'm working from home for more than one year now, I was able to see my little girl growing. She's now nearly two years old and nobody takes this time from you with the family. But of course, I already started to work for 2022, where hopefully life shows would be possible again in a normal way. Uh, But the most difficult thing is the ability to plan. Nobody knows what the future will bring. That's, in my opinion, the the main problem at the moment. Yeah, Well, uh, to be honest, I don't think that there will be big tours coming around this year. Um, Maybe there will be some smaller club shows with safety concepts. But all the pictures, festivals and so on, I I see earliest in 2022 uh, when most of the people got vaccined. yeah. So I think maybe January or February next year, it should work in a nearly normal way again, Uh, and we also canceled our festival this year in August. Uh, It makes no sense uh, for us uh, to make it happen. And we, of course, we want to celebrate our uh, anniversary in a in a good way with uh, all the bands and, and the, the visitors. Well, yeah, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think you have to be a prophet to return to, normal- to normality uh, earlier than 20- 2022. Uh, I wish for all bands, promoters, venues, of course, that it starts earlier, but I just can't believe it at the moment, to be honest. Uh, Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, Doing shows by ourselves, visiting shows, meeting friends, and especially the simple things like having some beers at locations together or going out for dinner. Uh, Yeah, that are the main things I really miss after this horrible year. Uh, And I haven't seen so many friends from abroad uh, for nearly one year now. So I hope uh, the summer makes it a bit easier for everyone to travel and meet friends and visit smaller shows. Going for lunch, going for dinner, going for a beer. So, yeah, let's see what the rest of the year will bring and, of course, what uh, the future will bring. Hopefully better than 2020. and. Until now in 2022. Thank you.
3: Man, did I have a blast at back? I can't wait to get back there. Uh, plus, he's been managing Benighted, who are my favorite French metal band. Uh, Julien is one of the coolest, nicest humans in the world, and he honestly gives the best hugs. So he must be dearly suffering. Dearly suffering during this pandemic when he can't hug people. I had such a blast playing Kaltenback. It was the first time that I ever played with Pyro going off in front of me at the front of the stage. It was insane. I remember the first time it happened. I was like, oh my God! The heat! You feel the heat of the flames and I was so, so worried that all of my hair was just going to catch on fire, but it didn't. I had a, such a good time. I can't wait to get back and to play, get on those big stages and play those huge festivals and play Carlton back again. I love that shit. Up next, we have Corey Thomas from Ninja Cat Productions in Winnipeg.
4: Hello, my name is Corey Thomas and I run Ninja Cat Productions in Winnipeg, Manitoba. It was pretty much decimated my job. I book live shows and flying bands relying rely on big crowds, people sweating up against each other in a space. So one of the worst jobs to have in this pandemic. We had our first case in Winnipeg on March 12th. And by March 15th, all of the shows I had booked for the remainder of 2020 had been canceled, or postponed. And the venue I work at was forced to temporarily close due to restrictions. I also put on an annual festival called the Manitoba Metal Fest, which was scheduled for April 2020. As you know, Matt, Cryptopsy was actually supposed to headline the first night of the fest. The fest, of course, was canceled, and the airlines were not refunding any of the flights I purchased for all the bands. still shocks me they're allowed to do that. They took my money, did not provide the service I paid for, and I get to keep my money? I did get a two-year credit from them, so I'm sitting tight on that for the time being, hoping I can get those credits when it's time to hold the fest again, but i doubt that will be within the two-year time credit they gave me because it's already less than a year away we'll see even my own band zombie salt was scheduled to play the maryland death fest in may 2020 which was postponed until may 2022 and the airlines wouldn't give us a refund in that case either just more credits but i am still currently booking shows mostly in 2022 with my fingers crossed they get to happen but I'm making zero income from my production company at the moment. I have received uh, some assistance from government grants for businesses affected by the shutdown, but nothing I could live on. For the first few months, I was stuck at home just postponing and cancelling shows every day. It was pretty monotonous at first, playing drums, working out, killing time, thinking this would be all under control by the fall 2021, hoping. Boy, were we wrong. I had to go on CERB for a few months, but it wasn't quite enough for me to get by to cover all my life expenses mortgage family stuff i have a three-year-old daughter i was super scared of the future but my previous career i worked at a bank for 10 years and was a promoter on the side over the years my promoting business got bigger and bigger until i was eventually able to quit my job at the bank and go full-time as a promoter in 2018 it was a dream job i felt like i retired at 38 was doing a job that i loved truly felt blessed never in a million years did I think I started promoting that I'd get to do it for a living but became apparent pretty damn quick that this pandemic had a long way to go and I needed to start making some money again so luckily having the previous bank experience I was able to go back to the bank and I'm still there today good thing I didn't burn all my suits when I left the bank in 2018 Uh, but yes I'm very grateful that I was able to fall back on my previous career but damn do I miss putting on events I have a lot of friends across the music industry who didn't have a previous career to fall back on and they are sweating bullets right now on what to do. The venue I work at in Winnipeg is called the Park Theater. This venue is a bit more lucky than the others in the sense that my boss owns the venue. He doesn't rent it. So we've taken this downtime as a chance to renovate the room because we've always wanted to increase the capacity. It's the best time to do it because we're closed. But other friends of mine running venues across Canada are in much more brutal situations since they rent their rooms. I mean, you can only scramble to pay your rent for so long with no income coming in forever until it just doesn't work anymore. I think sometime in 2022, things are going to start moving towards getting normal again. Some agents are pitching me stuff for late 2021, which I feel is probably a bit too optimistic. I see the U.S. in the U.S. some states have fully opened, and Bill Burr just announced a full U.S. summer tour with shows set to be at full capacity. But I'm not personally looking at bringing any international bands in 2021 because I see no point on planning any events for bands to cross the border when our border is still closed. But in the past couple of weeks, I've noticed a big uptick in shows and tours being booked for 2022. seems a lot of agents in the industry are banking on 2022 being back to normal. I even hope to hold the Manitoba Metal Fest again in 2022. Probably won't be in April like it is every year because I need way more time to plan it. So maybe fall 2022, I could bring the fest back. Even the Maryland Death Fest I see just postponed the festival for the second time and it's rebooked for May 2022. Of course, I miss seeing my family and friends. My band hasn't had a full member band practice since May. Can't wait to get back to all of that again. But also, I really miss running my company. I love doing that job so much. Running Ninja Cat Productions didn't even feel like work. And working with bands I loved growing up was always a trip. I started as a local promoter and got to the point where I'm booking Anthrax, Cannibal Corpse, Obituary, Guar, Voivod. These are bands I grew up on and now booking them? Just insane. I was always excited to go to work. And I truly believe things will get back to normal eventually. Yeah, this virus will always be around, but I think we'll be able to live with it. Human races have been through a slew of pandemics before. We'll get on the other side of this and I'll be there ready and waiting to bring metal back to the masses. Cheers.
3: The only gig that Cryptopsy had this year was the Manitoba Metal Fest. This was canceled at basically just about the last minute because it was about a month after the pandemic hit. Corey had helped me set up a live interview with Samus, the awesome drummer and YouTube sensation at Sukrum's Brewing. I was so stoked about this and Corey was awesome to help me set this up. He did basically all the legwork. I threw the idea at him and he made it happen. So, I hope that we can get over there and play the Manitoba Metal Fest, because that lineup was sick, and uh, we haven't played in Manitoba enough, or often enough, so, so I definitely want to get over there and play, and hang out with Corey, honestly, and drink a few sucrum brews. Up next, we have Bretton Melanson of the Armstrong Metal Festival.
2: Hello, Vox and Hops. This is Bretton Melanson, president of the West Metal Entertainment Society. We're a nonprofit organization, best known for Armstrong Metal Fest in Armstrong, BC, Canada. It's a small town, so for those who don't know where it is, it's about halfway between Vancouver and Calgary. We also put on a few smaller local shows here and there and book the occasional tour that comes through. The pandemic has forced us to cancel AMF two years in a row, and the local shows and tours have been non existent. West Metal is a labor of love, not something we make a living from, so we all still have our regular jobs, but it really sucks to see the joy of everyone coming together just stop. Much like many office-type businesses, we've had to switch to Zoom for all of our society meetings, and we keep constant conversation going in a WhatsApp group chat to maintain communication and plan society business. I think touring will return once the vaccine fully makes its rounds. Here in B.C., that's expected to be around September. So I think shows and tours will make a return this fall. What I miss most about life before the pandemic is band practice. The connection of making music with other people and then presenting that to an amped up crowd. On the promotion side of it, though, seeing the joy AMF brings people is so heartwarming and fulfilling. The kind words we see all over social media really make everything worthwhile. And right now, seeing the kind words from people who are looking forward to our return make us really look forward to when we can provide that again. The fact that people love what we do so much is so rewarding. On behalf of all the West Metal directors, Jesse, Heather, Andrew, Kate, and myself, thanks for having us on the show.
3: Man, we had a blast when I played the Armstrong Metal Fest a few years back. We were actually in the process of writing the Book of Suffering, Tome 1. When we were there, I remember sitting in the hotel room and writing the lyrics to Detritus. But not only that, it's also the night that I met Brittany Slays from Leash the Archers. It's the night that we hung out with the Archspire dudes for the first time. There was West of Hell that basically almost caused a fire it was super cool crazy night loads of fun um ash from revocation was there we drank a bunch of beers it was crazy uh breton is just a gem of a human uh if anyone that goes to thirsty thursdays is listening to this episode breton has come quite a few times and i truly truly appreciate him he's an excellent human can't wait to get back to the armstrong metal festival and to play more gigs so that's it i'm gonna wrap up this episode right now. I'm so stoked that these seven amazing humans from across the globe have taken the time to answer my questions about what their professional life has been like due to the pandemic. It's been tough. It's been hard. All of you Vox and Hops heads listening at home right now. If you want live music to survive the pandemic, you must support it as soon as it comes back, as soon as we can go to shows again safely go to the shows. Support. That is your job right now, because if you don't do that, it won't survive. And if there are people that are hustling and doing things on the side, support them, support the things you love, support culture, support art. That is your mission. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. I am just so blown away at the response from all of the promoters and booking agents from around the globe that participated in this episode. I love you all. I am extremely honored to have you in my life as my friends. I love that when I write you and ask you to be a part of something like this, you respond positively. And you participate. I truly, truly appreciate that. And I'm sending you loads of love and gratitude. And I know that your hustle and your drive will only make you stronger and come out of this pandemic a better human and a better business person. If you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast mailing list. You can do it on my website, voxandhops.com. That's dot com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week containing all of the details of everything that has happened in the world of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast throughout the past week. Trust me, do it sign up to the vox and hops metal podcast mailing list because i don't want you to miss a single thing the vox and hops metal podcast is brought to you by sound talent media i have one more episode coming at you tomorrow but until then remember to enjoy life metal and craft beer cheers vox and hops heads
6: hey everyone this is tuck from fit for a king in off-road minivan